Hello, my name is Michelle, and today we are talking about whether humans are inherently good or evil, specifically focusing on the nature versus nurture controversy. Today we have Nelva, a recent graduate of University of California, Irvine, and my older sister, giving us personal insight on this topic. After reading Frankenstein, Brave New World, and The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog, the biggest questions I had were how the story would have been different if it were for a single or multiple changes within the characters or their environment. Taking from our own experiences, I think really helps as well. This is something that we've always talked about anyways. Just to recap, Frankenstein is about a scientist who gets too passionate about his work and creates life from dead matter only to abandon his creation. Throughout the whole text, they engage in a hide-and-seek type journey for revenge. In Brave New World, this novel examines a futuristic society called the World State that revolves around science and efficiency. In the society, emotions and individuality are conditioned out of children at a young age and there are no lesson relationships because, quote, everyone belongs to everyone else. In The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog, this is a collection written by a child psychiatrist, Dr. Bruce Perry, who uses his expertise in brain development and neuroscience to study how traumatic experience shape behavior in children. These can be extreme cases, but they show how even the smallest experiences as children can really affect their future. And the first two texts are more of the fiction component. The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog is nonfiction, and we have Nova here adding her touch of reality. Quote, For a long time, I could not conceive how one man could go forth to murder his fellow, or even why there were laws and governments. But when I heard details of vice and bloodshed, my wonder ceased and I turned away with disgust and loathing. This is a quote from Frankenstein's monster. At first he didn't understand why humans murder, but once he does understand that this is something that's kind of natural for humans, he understands why there are governments and laws that exist to prevent this. So right off the bat, what do you think? Do you think humanity is inherently good or evil? Are we born to be sinners? And we created this social contract to have order instead of chaos like the monster in Frankenstein said? Hello everyone, and thanks to Michelle for having me over. To briefly answer the question, I would love to believe that everyone is inherently good and has good intentions. I often give people the benefit of the doubt. That's not usually the case though. We are animals and have animal instincts at the end of the day. I would like to agree that people are inherently good. But when something crazy happens, like fighting or any sort of violence, it reminds me of the animal instincts that we have at the end of the day. This doesn't justify violence in any way, but it is an animal instinct. The nurturing aspect is what you learn to fit into societal norms, aka suppressing animal instincts, what set laws and governments. I think about this instance that happened to our parents about a month or two ago where they 
were robbed on their way to Mexico to visit our grandparents. And the reason why this comes into my head is because I don't usually go about my day thinking that something bad is going to happen to me or I am not paranoid. But then when situations like this happens, right, that's when I come back to reality and I'm like, oh, wait, like you shouldn't have that notion of safety all the time because just like you are a good person, that doesn't mean that every single person is. So which one do you think is more important, nature or nurture? Well, I would say that by far it's the nurture aspect because it always goes back to your support systems i don't mean like your family necessarily because you know everyone could find support through teachers since you spend a long time at school or like close friends yeah so we see a similar case in frankenstein because we knew there were going to be issues when first Frankenstein started building the monster, but especially when he turned against him. And then the monster actually took it pretty well, I would say, um, being neglected by his own creator. But I think it really took him several people to neglect him in order to commit all of the crimes and kill all the people that Frankenstein loved. So I guess it doesn't really matter if you're sort of predestined or something is written in your genome. If it's not really expressed in the monster's case, um, all the neglect that he faced, then his violence probably wouldn't have been developed. Quote, I am malicious because I am miserable. Am I not shunned and hated by all my mankind? You, my creator, would tear me to pieces and triumph. Remember that and tell me why I should pity man more than he pities me. You would not call it murder if you could precipitate me into one of those ice rifts and destroy my frame, the work of your own hands. Shall I respect man when he condemns me? So I think that in the end of the day, we can agree that it's not necessarily one or the other. It's really nature and nurture at work. But if we would have to pick one and we talk about how one influences one more than the other, we're definitely more on the nurture side. Maybe you were predisposed to be a bad person or commit violent acts, but if you were in a space where you weren't able to develop that, then you probably wouldn't do anything wrong. Quote, as if one believed anything by instinct. One believes things because one has been conditioned to believe them. Finding bad reasons for what one believes for other bad reasons, that's philosophy. People believe in God because they've been conditioned to. Even in a society like Brave New World, where babies are created industriously, they dedicate so much of their time conditioning these children, even for the rest of their lives, to either express whatever they were predisposed to express or nurtured in this way. 
Uh, we see this in what they called hymnopedia, which is basically conditioning these babies while they're sleeping to believe that they should have pride in their own caste, even if they're considered of a lower socioeconomic status. I feel like nature matters to an extent. Just because these are things you can't fight, they're just going to happen. It's more about how you get raised or attitudes towards your situations. We're all predestined. What matters is that you are great and resilient. Which reminds me of the current situation that we are with your kidney um, condition. If our family was not as close together as we were, or if our parents did not teach us from a young age to see the bright side in life, I feel like this past 2020 slash you having all these visits to the hospital would have just been like a very depressing time. However, uh, considering that we were raised by a loving family that always looks at the glass half full, we have taken a different course in just like accepting your condition and actually living with like learning to live with it at the end of the day and that's where the whole nurturing aspect is greater than your nature because that support system is always there at the end of the day i would also add that there was actual evidence that this actually helped me like the support system actually helped me because when I first got sick my numbers weren't doing too great I was at like 25% kidney function and after I got released from the hospital the first time my parents thought that they had to be helicopter parents now because they didn't know if I was gonna pass out at any second um, and that, that that started to be an issue once I was trying to feel like normal again like I couldn't feel normal again because they felt the need to want to take care of me like if I was a baby, but it was like, I'm 18, you know? They have, they had to believe that they raised you right to such an extent that they knew you were not going to be pushing your limits, especially with this condition. After that, my numbers actually started getting better. I think overall, it's just more emphasis on nurture. I think taking specifically from the boy who was raised as a dog by Dr. Perry, there was a situation with a boy named Leon who his side of the brain that expresses empathy was never formed because that muscle wasn't trained to grow since his mother neglected him. So he didn't know what it meant to have empathy, sympathy. He wasn't able to be kind due to the deprivation as a child. And this actually led him to commit insensitive murder. So instead of being raised in a healthy home, uh, that could have been like our parents, we would consider that a healthy home. His trauma of neglect actually, that's what seemed normal to him. That, that becomes your normal. So when you get exposed to calm situations, 
they may actually be seen as stressful instead. So kids that have this trauma tend to provoke what they would consider normal just to feel comfortable. Basically, we tend to prefer the, quote, certainty of misery to the misery of uncertainty. And I think I just want to leave with the quote that I really liked from Dr. Perry's book regarding the importance of nurture and healthy human relationships. Quote, fire can warm or consume, water can quench or drown, wind can caress or cut, and so it is with human relationships. We can both create and destroy, nurture and terrorize, traumatize and heal each other. So this concludes our take on the nature versus nurture controversy. Thank you, Nova, for joining me today. Thank you for having me.